Blog Talk Radio. Girl, I don't mind. I'm gonna let it shine. Good voice snuck up on you. Hey, everybody. Welcome. That's a perfect song to lead into lighting up our pillars. So everyone take a deep breath in the way that you love to light your pillar up. We're all experts at this now. Feel your beautiful light shining through you. Light up all the diamonds in your pillar. And I am sitting out in the sun with the wind blowing, so I'm feeling quite grateful to Mother Earth this morning, this afternoon. So let's reach down with our deep gratitude to our beloved Mother Earth for all that she provides. Thank you, Mother Earth. And feel her gratitude and thank you coming back up our pillar for us. And reach up with your gratitude and grab hold of Mother and Father and feel their beautiful, warm, Honey love pouring down through your pillar. And with all that is full within you, reach out and connect with your family of light workers around the world. This is your true family. Thank you, everybody, and welcome. And with all of our lights shining, let's join. Christine and her beautiful decree as only Christine can do it. Welcome, Christine. Thank you, sweet Meg. That was so beautiful. I really felt your heart in it as I joined in too to strengthen and shine God's love through me and my pillar of light. I know there's a lot of folks in a lot of different conditions out across our world tonight. But one thing we have all in common, well, two things, is one, we're experiencing this chaos on the surface of Earth. And two, everyone on this call, whether it's now or later now, (laughs) we are the light, and we know it. We are ambassadors of God, and we know it. 
We are standing for ourselves and our own ascension and all of our brothers and sisters who are fulfilling their own life plans and contributions across the surface of Earth right now. And together, from our true hearts, from our true selves, as our, you can call it our I am presence, our true self, the am that I am, that we each and all are, let's decree and light up this network of loving souls like never before. Let them see you in the ships. Let them feel you across the planet. Thank you, Marcia, for our decree sent to me again. She seems to have this incredible knack (laughs) for sending not only the very best decree of the moment, but also, I I swear, I always open them up and say, that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. And little Firefly is here in the background. If you hear her, she's already begun decreeing with all her mighty voice. So if that's what you hear, that's what's going on. Decree for world governance. We come in the name, power, love, and authority of our mighty I am presence and invoke the great central sun. Beloved Alpha and Omega, the Great White Brotherhood, and all the legions of light, asking that you take command of all those that are influencing the destiny of mankind and the life on our planet, and let the divine plan be fulfilled right now. I am the invincible presence taking command of all governments, baking, judiciary, Media, military, police, prisons, religious orders, medical, education, music, environmental, and commercial industries right now and eternally sustained till we are free and into the light. Let this call be executed by the legions of light according to God's will. Victory is ours in love governing this planet now. Victory is ours in love governing this planet now. Victory is ours in love governing this planet now. Beloved, I am. Beloved, I am. Beloved, I am. And so be it. And so it is. So be it. And so it is. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yes. Thank you, Marcia. When we decree from our true heart in such a way, whether it be one of us, all of us, it is answered and met, and the response is yes. So we thank our family across all dimensions for joining us now in their decree and response of yes, so be it. Meg, that talking stick is all yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Well, welcome, everyone, again to today's program. We are continuing with our beloved brother, Sananda, and all our family of light. 
as they join us again to answer our questions on love and the GCR and many other topics. Thank you for sending in your questions for this wonderful opportunity to have direct response from our friends and family. This is our Unified Redemption Focus, Day 12. I have a mini Megan Owen report today, and then we will go into a wonderful reading from our uh, beloved brother, Yosef. We'll have a welcome and hello from our beloved Catherine and what's going on, and then a question and answers with Christine and Sananda for the channeling. So I have been in a very peaceful and loving state of gratitude over the last couple of days. I feel this is the moment, the small moment, or the big moment before the big moment. And I'm feeling a level of gratitude and importance and a sacredness of these moments that I'm experiencing before I know what is coming and is here now. I'm noticing that I am paying special attention to the small laughter, the holding of hands, the looking into each other's eyes, the simple smile. I'm noticing the easy listening that is taking place with people around me. And I'm oh so grateful for every voice I hear of joy and laughter and peace, no matter how brief they think it is. It is so powerful at this time to verbalize and feel these sweet energies that are available to us. And even in the chaos, to be able to hold hands, to smile, to kiss each cheek, and to look into a baby's eyes. Just a small, special sacred moments so I'm very grateful for that and my gratitude and our gratitude extends to you at this time I'm really grateful for this family in a real way I'm grateful from the bottom of my heart for your sharing of all that is you you share your abundance with each other and with us you share your time, which is so precious, to read these messages from the masters and from our channels and to bring them into your daily life. You share your time on these calls, whether they're now or the next moment of now, with each other and you talk about them and you think about them and you look at your life with them and you really ruminate with this information in a sacred way. I'm very grateful to you and this family right now, and I know that you all are feeling the same thing. So thank you, and I know I speak for Catherine and Christine in the same moment. Thank you all. I have a special reading from our beloved brother, Yosef, called Sumo, Republic Update, Friday, November 18th, 2016. Whatever is done for love always occurs beyond good and evil. Frederick Nietzsche. Aloha currency community. So much of our lives is spent battling the forces of evil with all that is good within us. Sometimes we are the windshield. 
<laughs> Sometimes we are the bug. <laughs> Sometimes we never leave the garage. But always, always, we heroically wrestle within ourselves in what feels like a constant sumo match of virtue, forcing out fear and illusion from our ring of love and truth. The RV is such a struggle. Is this real? Is it as abundant as they say? Really here? Is such a thing even possible? What else can the world hope to possibly rescue it financially? Am I loved this much by God? Why me? How come I see and feel a world that no one else around me believes and let alone acknowledges? Yet we keep walking by faith and oftentimes faith alone, driven towards some finish line that burns inside each of us, yet will never be respected by those closest to us. This report continues to give uh, detailed information on the RV, and anyone who would like to follow the rest of this message can go to dinarchronicles.com backslash intel, and you can read the rest of this message. Thank you again, Brother Yosef, for always reading our hearts and speaking the truth. And with that, I'll pass the talking stick back to Catherine and Christine for words of encouragement and some more updates. Hey Meg, it's Christine. <laughs> yeah, I feel the not just the deeper peace inside you, I feel the resolute choice in you and out throughout all of us. Not just the ones joining on this call, but all of us that are now knowingly working for the healing of earth. I had this dream once, and it was a lucid dream of lucidity. Now, that's just fancy talk. (laughs) What it means is a lucid dream is when we're not only conscious we're dreaming, but we're in conscious, we are conscious in more than one so-called place or more than one so-called dimension. So it means you know, in this case, I knew I was asleep here on earth, and I knew I was in this reality of this dream. So that's a lucid dream, being aware that we are in more than one place at a time and being aware of those realities simultaneously. And a dream of lucidity is when truth beyond any dimension, truth that just is truth, like love is just love, that is truth. Love is light, light is God, God is light, light is God, love is light, (laughs) truth is light, truth is God. That is also present in the dream. That's considered a dream of lucidity. So I was aware that I was dreaming in more than one place. I was aware I was asleep on earth, and I was aware that I was participating in this experience, this reality, this dream. And I knew just from that inner knowing that we have. And that inner knowing is everything. 
It isn't an outside source confirming it. It's our inner self, true self, knowing it. And I knew this was a dream of truth. Well, it, this was an epic dream. It went on and on and on and on. And, and each time a particular enactment or scene or piece of the dream was completed, the way that it would be completed is everyone participating in the scene would have a moment where they would choose love together simultaneously. So one, one was a husband and a wife and their child present. And I could feel each of them. I could feel the pain of the wife. I could feel the pain of the husband, their argument, and the pain of the child. Then eventually in their life, there came a moment when all three simultaneously chose love. The child would say, those are my parents, but I love them and I'm going to do better. The wife would soften and say, what I'm saying matters, but here's the part that's truth and here's the part that's my hurt. And the husband would say, I care about me, but I care also so truly about my family. And that all has to be true at the same time. Otherwise, I'm just kidding myself. So when a moment like that would happen, the scene would seem to end and a bolt of light would come out of it and fill in me what was literally shaped like a puzzle piece. And that bolt of light would go into me and light up that puzzle piece, which I just knew would be lit up forever. It wouldn't be dimmed, shut off, or unlit ever again. And it seemed through this night I went through thousands upon thousands of these scenarios, each one lighting up a small puzzle piece within me. And like I said, this was more than a dream. This was real. And I was aware I was dreaming it here, so that meant to me that I was bringing this here for all of us, for myself and all of us as well. Well, that's like the time we're in right now. There's so much going on all at once. It feels so chaotic. It feels so intense. But in each moment, there's this opportunity. And I, I've been myself just barely learning about what it means to choose love in the moment. It's nothing like I suspected it would be. <laughs> I thought it would just make all of reality go away. <laughs> but instead, it just fills the moment. It fills a piece of me with light that can never be extinguished. Now, I don't want to catch anybody up on semantics, so I'm going to be very clear here. It's, it is God's light. Now, some call that source and demand that it be this impersonal, far away kind of, uh, what they call neutral, but what they mean is uncaring existence. No, that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about true benevolence, true love, true grace. That was the dream I had that very long night, and that is the dream I carry alive inside me along with you all right now. 
So I'm just barely getting how important our choice to choose love is. It literally causes everything to rearrange on love, which is true reality. So I wanted to, I've seen and heard and felt a lot of you, a lot of me, being really a bit battered around these days. So I wanted to tell you about my dream and about, because for me it's a story of what we're actually doing right now. So when I say hold hands, I mean it very actually. And when our sweet ascended masters, our ascended family comes to give us messages, they don't do so so that we worship them or feed them or kowtow to them, but rather we're all working on the same team. We're the part of that team that's on the ground here on earth, being love until all that is left is love within ourselves first and always. And then that spilling out of us, beaming out of us to establish that reality and truth forevermore on the surface of earth. That's what this is about. That's what these channelings are for. And I give a kind of strange thank you to those of you that have been attacking us, especially the direct attacks that have been even disrespectful and hateful emails. First, I would point out that it is in violation of cosmic law to interfere with someone's free will to be and express how they would. And second, I thank you for it caused me to look most deeply at every nook and cranny of myself yet again, which I will continue to do. It it helped me to galvanize myself with the with the mission of my heart which is simply to make sure there's a way for my brothers and sisters and I to gather at this important hour to hold hands so that we can support each other in fulfilling the restoration of God's light on earth beginning always with ourselves so that's my warm hello today everybody <laughs> Mm. I passed the talking stick. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Christine. And thank you, Meg, for your beautiful sharing, too. Mm. So, following on what Christine has just said, this is Catherine, and hi, everybody. the the experience of being in the midst of this and choosing love at all times is what what Christine just described so eloquently the the puzzle pieces i love that that dream you told i'd like to hear it again <laughs> so I've labeled, I've called what I was going to talk about today, what's going on. So 
I'm going to continue with what <laughs> with what Firefly is talking about here. You can hear her in the background. She loves to come when we're on shows. So a lot of the questions that have come in today have a kind of theme behind them. And it's what both Meg and Christine were talking about. We feel the light increasing and we're holding fast. We feel our mission. We're so determined and holding hands, but it's been really kind of rough. And many of the letters tell us how exhausted and and sick and how people are financially struggling, even to the point that they see themselves occasionally feeling a doubt, like Yosef referred to in his his beautiful letter. I love the part about being the bug on the windshield, or the bug or the windshield. <laughs> We've all felt both. And as um, as Christine was describing it, it it reminds me of how she manages day to day, choosing love in every moment. And I can tell you what it looks like. It means that when she's feeling sick, she'll get up and make a beautiful meal, all organic ingredients and beautiful spices, filling the kitchen with wonderful aromas. And it just lifts everybody's spirits. It's a way of declaring, I love you. And when the animals come around, they're, they're all of them, very adoring and generous in their loving actions. And Christine's response is always in kind and a thousand times. Che, the little chihuahua, cuddles up next to her, places his body against hers, and puts his paws on the places on in her body that hurt. And her response to Che is so tender and loving. She's always asking his teams if it's okay, if it's not too much for him. And when he goes out and he comes back in and leaps up onto her bed, she says, oh, it's my best friend. <laughs> and his his tail wags like crazy, and he feels so happy to be helping her. And and here's Firefly saying she wants to be included too. Mm-hmm. And when she wants to be included, she comes to Christine's bed, and she walks around the edge of the bed and then drools on Christine. We're talking. <laughs> they're really just, yes, they're talking. Not a dribble, a big fountain. Yeah, a big. Fire hose of drool. <laughs> Fire hose of drool is her <laughs> loving expression. <laughs> and Christine just laughs and welcomes it. <laughs> so this is what showing love, being love in every moment looks like. And it doesn't matter how intense things get or how sick she may be. She always chooses love. So 
When I've been doing my deep diving, these are the I'm going to use her example of the puzzle pieces to find every place where there's a corner or a hiding place where there's something other than love and release it completely to the light. Oh, she wants to say something. (laughs) Well, it just wouldn't be a complete picture now, would it, without including all of us, meaning Catherine, Meg, all of you. Mine may be physical, but each of us has our full own, full out, completely overwhelming set of challenges, don't we? Which may look, from an outer sense, like financial or this, that, and the other thing. But internally, it's all a kind of stress that either shows up physically, emotionally, mentally. Now, that is exactly where our mission resides, is wherever we feel the greatest duress, (laughs) that's where we get to choose love and heal it for our own ascension and for that of this sweet and dear planet and all upon her. So... Catherine, at the same time, her challenges, as we've said, often look more emotional or even mental in a particular way. Now, she feels them deeply and struggles the way I do. No, she doesn't struggle. She faces layer after layer and chooses love. And then when we're both just completely at our wit's end, Meg intuitively calls and says, I love you, I love you, I'm here, I've got you. We have so many family members that reach out and just scoop us up at the most miraculous moment, including and especially all of you. So when you say our shows, these shows help you, we just laugh if you only knew how much it is you helping us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right, Meg? Yeah. And it's exactly. this gorgeous ballet dance. Like, as though suddenly everyone in a crowded arena has suddenly started dancing the ballet in perfect harmony. <laughs> That's what it's like. And we want to get across today that this extends to you because it is also sponsored by you. So I'm going to give it back to Catherine, but I couldn't let it go without throwing in the bits we all do, not for some kind of humility, but because it's just the way things are. Okay, Catherine, take it away. (laughs) Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the tender spots and how we can address them. There's been this theme, as I was saying, that people are tired, they're sometimes a little discouraged, and it helps to know that we can share these things, we can hold hands, we're going to address it. So without aggrandizing or focusing on the cabal, we can name a few of the things that are are really Um, feeling difficult these days for a lot of people. Things like the chemtrails that that Meg described (laughs) last week where she could play tic-tac-toe in the sky. And people who write about 
their families um, having to face forced vaccinations that are required by law before they can take a job or go to school. And the communications interferences that we've been having recently, like suddenly the telephone hangs itself up when you're in the middle of a conversation or your computer seems to crash or actually crashes, which is something we've had here. Um, it's, it's puzzling. It's sometimes really interference. People can't get their work done. So Sananda's going to talk about a lot of things, and, and I want to ask him about a few of these and how we can manage it. But what we've seen lately is that the psychic networks that have been um, really present all along for quite some time are becoming very uh, personalized in their, their way of wheedling their ideas in to make it feel as if it's your idea. So we got a letter from a sturdy and determined and beautiful light worker, Martha, you know who you are. And she said, I'm a failure. I have to resign my mission because I haven't succeeded at my mission. Now, she didn't say what she'd failed at, but knowing Martha, I'm certain that there was absolutely nothing she had failed at. But she was just feeling discouraged. Yes, she was discouraged and upset and and felt as though she hadn't accomplished anything. Well, when things get as difficult as they've been, yeah, an attack like that and a suggestion like that would would weigh on your mind. So we're here to say we know about that stuff. <laughs> you all know about that stuff. And our approach, I'm sure Sananda will have more to to add to this. Um, remember St. Germain said the other day that we are the pathogens that are activating everything that the cabal feels is dangerous. We are a real danger to them. And so they're just lashing out and they've saved what they think is the best for last. So these are the kind of personalized things that are happening now. And, of course, a lot of you know about the um, people in Dinarland, our beautiful intel providers who've also been given a really hard time. Um, and, of course, what this then results in is that Dinarland mobilizes. And it's the same thing that's happening with all of us. Every time they turn up the heat, we get more persistent. We get more determined and come closer to each other. We, we hold on fast to each other. We talk to our guides and our masters more. So it's bringing us all closer together. So I always joke that I'm going to take it as a compliment <laughs> if they're really doing something sneaky and difficult. It must be a compliment because it means we really upset them. <laughs> and Christine just laughs and she says, wow, we must have done something that really made it difficult for them. <laughs> so 
we're seeing it as evidence of our effectiveness and our successes. And I also loved what Joseph said about here we are with this burning desire. We're on the finish line with a burning desire in ourselves. So that's what we're going to act on. And the cabal is just going to have to fade away because they can't take it. We're too light. And we're even having a good time doing it. That wasn't supposed to happen either. (laughs) So we have some wonderful questions that people have sent in to ask Sananda. And we kept a lot of the... um, the feel of the person who's asking the question and some of them, you'll really enjoy it. So I'm going to turn this back to Meg, and she and Christine are going to talk to Sananda. Wonderful. Thank you, Catherine, very much for that. Good. Okay. So, Meg, Sananda's here, and he would like to speak a little bit before you start doing the questions and answers. Wonderful. So let's welcome Sananda. Meg, you take the talking stick. Wonderful. Yeah, well, before we get our Q&A sessions going, we'd love to hear from Sananda. Welcome, dear brother. (laughs) Welcome, Meg. Thank you for welcoming me. Thank you, each and every one. It is an understatement to say that I'm thrilled to be with you here today. And I also say first things first, everybody to the front of the line to receive healing. Everyone to the front of the line right now. There is one big nothing but front of the line. (laughs) I am your Sananda. And I say front and center, or should I say front and centered, (laughs) bright shining light workers servants of love humanity God come forward your family of light your personal teams are all here present to enhance the the light network you now light up across the earth and also right now for you each of you personally individually to receive healing now this healing is God's healing on my name as Sananda so move forward let us catch you hold you support you in this moment come into our arms for healing restoration this is available for you now and always it is yours to have experience ask for receive always you need no intercedence You simply need to give your sovereign permission 
for God's love and only God's love to be what comes within you as it is already within you to heal you. Otherwise, we are just facilitators for each other. We remind each other about God's love within. We remind each other that we are God's children, always worthy of and able to receive healing. It's already so. It is who you are. It is who we are. I, Sananda, don't have a extra special something to give you God's healing other than I love you so much, I'll just use everything in me to convince you to receive it yourself. It's far more than your birthright. It already is. Everything wondrous about the fabric of all you have been, are, are intended to be, will be, as you exist inside and outside of creation, beyond dimensions. We're talking about real love here, which is not bound by anything. So step forward and receive your healing at your own discretion today. A thimbleful, a cupful, an oceanful. It's all right. You choose. The thing is, you always do. And I'm here to suggest that there's no reason not to receive and request and demand an ocean full of healing. That's all. As any Christ-filled being, including yourselves, would do for each other and for yourself in your well-healed state. And look at you in so much chaos and turbulence on the surface now, and you still choose it. Is this not proof enough of who you are? that no matter what you're going through, it upsets you when you make choices that are not of your true heart. I didn't say shame. Throw that out. It upsets you because you know the difference. I'm going to tell you something else. Get ready. And I say don't hold on to your hat. Don't hold on to your socks. Let them fly. Those are old hats and old socks. Love is personal. Now, often you will hear a teaching giving in a very, well, almost cold, almost arrogant stance of source is neutral. The light has no agenda. Well, how can that be? Now, of course, The light is the light and is every quality of love. The light is respect. The light is patience. 
The light is grace, love, true humility, true strength. But watch the shifty reprogramming of energies and words that we have been introducing you to in our transmissions and lessons together. No one has to confirm for you that love is personal. Love is felt. Love is connection. I do not in any way tarnish or diminish my brothers and sisters that have an understanding about source energy. For there are golden nuggets in truth of what they say. There is a source that is beyond description. And it is beyond the machinations of good and bad. However, love, which is light, which is God, is so very intimate. And to be experienced, it is the nourishment. It is the healing. It is the restoration. It is how we as sparks of the divine exist as one. Now, of course, you will be granted complete autonomy to make your choices. But that does not make love cold. Notice the way the world neutral has been manipulated a bit to become sterile. We are not talking about void of feeling. We are talking about such depth and compassion of feeling that all experiences are allowed to unfold in love's everlasting arms. Do you see? I know that you do. Every experience of love is precious. There is no hierarchy that so-and-so in the seventh dimension had an experience of love today and that somehow outweighs or outloves or outmatches whatever happened in a third dimensional experience on this planet over here in, in love. No. It is all our very purpose of being to explore the new and continuing and deliciously already felt and felt again, yet all anew once again, expressions of love. It is anything but sterile. Allow the lantern, as Lord Lanto has recently coached us all, Allow the lantern of your own heart to discern. Simply put, if you feel that 
what has been offered uplifts you, helps you to more clearly and courageously go within, find the true answer, inspires you to the call of your own soul, perhaps hang out with that for a bit. If it leaves you suspicious, afraid, no matter what it is, no matter who it is, walk away. No need to tell them what for before you go. Allow their free will. Allow their choice of experience. Allow the grand scheme of their awakening to unfold as you tend to yours. As you receive inner guidance that says, for a while, go into nature. Or perhaps join your brothers and sisters in this community. You need the nourishment of togetherness. Well, to go on anymore, I see that you've all got it. So, Meg, let's begin the questions. I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you, Sananda. Okay. So these um, we organized into a very loose category. So I'll announce the category and then ask the question. So the first one's about ascension. This comes from Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. The light so hesitant on coming forward completely at this time. We, the light workers upon Mother Earth, are giving our consent for the light to shine forth fully and completely. This is our decree to the light here and now. Does this affirmation have any meaning to those of the light now? Again, peace always, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin, I feel your charge. (laughs) And brother, I am with you as you well already know. Thank you for your spirit and for your courage to be fully yourself at this moment. It blesses everyone. Yes, the light, let's say light workers, let's say humans on the surface of earth have been hesitant even still even with the assurance of their own self that they are here to uphold the light and they know it clearly and absolutely. The hesitancy, of course, comes from individual and collective pain, torture, genetic modification, an elaborate system of dark intrigue that has to be so involved to try to keep the spark of God under a canopy. Ridiculous. Yet not, I say, with respect for all that have experienced the terribleness, the terror the torture. So it comes partly from that 
personal and collective flinch of so vividly knowing and remembering the pain inflicted directly for the reason of expressing the light. So tremendous compassion is needed here as the balm and those like yourself, Kevin, who are ready to sing their heart song, come what may, and be that breath of fresh air that everyone is so desperately trying to gulp. Yes, the decree is true. The light shall shine forth now. On, in, above, around, below earth, so it is. And I join with you, my brother Kevin. In accomplishing this, I renew my vow to you, as do we all here. Have tenderness, everyone, for those coming through with different levels of comprehension, experience, and understanding. You may very well be looking into the eyes of an ancient and terrific master of light who seems to be stubborn in the most grappling way with a condition of pain, physical or emotional or mental. And it is their own path to transcend it. And you are the one in that moment to encourage them along the way. Remember, things are not like they are. They seem different than what they are on the surface. So your own inner knowing, together with your decree of light, is exactly what is needed. You have provided the answer and the question, Kevin. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This one I had trouble understanding, but I know you're going to look into the heart of the asker and know exactly what they meant. Please ask Sananda, how to display the steps of the ascension in conscious small daily steps that are accompanied by internal and external changes that allow you to see the progress in the endless spiral of homecoming. (laughs) Thank you, Meg. This is a question that blends all kinds of beautiful things. English language, earth language with light language, inner knowing and yearning with such a desire to be able to most purely and perfectly express love at this moment so we can all get through. Homecoming, that's it. Home is the light within. Let's start there. Well, I hope and know that it will only encourage you to hear that these are the steps. (laughs) 
as Christine likes to say, this is what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) This is what ascension on earth right now looks like. As to specific steps, I am grateful for the opportunity to give you again the single step that will work to unravel all conditions that are not love, no matter how tangled they appear, no matter how devastating they were felt, no matter how ingrained they seem. There is a step, and it is repeat that step and repeat that step and repeat that step and question the truth of are you addressing that step and have you got it and following through with the light of your heart. And that is in everything you think, feel, say, do, imagine, dream, create, choose love. I know that it would be really fun to have a manual at this point with checkoff boxes where we could say step number 422 accomplished we're a step closer to love we're a step closer to the golden era but there is nothing watered down diluted about what I say it is the potency of the healing choose love now when you do as you will know everything that is not love within will present itself in a drama outside of you to be dealt with and it won't wait turns it'll all seem to appear at once (laughs) perfect welcome it you are easily capable of choosing love each and every time It does no longer need to be a struggle to choose love. That is a storyline you may still be clinging to. But I am here to assure you that simply, truly choosing love, God's love, God's light, God, love, is the answer. It is the steps to ascension. It is the steps to the healing of earth. It is the steps in service. It is the answer. Thank you for your poetically asked, deep meaning question. I have met you at the same level you have asked, which is with perfect and true answer. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This is regarding cabal interference. And this is from Lori T. Since July through right now, this week in November, many of us perhaps more spiritually aware healers, etc., out there have been experiencing what feels like greater and greater levels of quote-unquote attack. For many, health and financial areas are being ravaged or even targeted with the latest permutation of this being ridiculous levels of surveillance on our phone lines, 
which are so strong that they are disrupting our workflow and health. This negative use of technology, energy frequency, and devices seemed to turn on even stronger about two months before our U.S. presidential election, and it's currently still turned on full volume. Is all of this attack the light workers activity due to war type levels of still ongoing in the ethers of our planetary atmosphere and astral body levels and not only and not to play the victim card or fall into deeper levels of exhaustion and discouragement but I am not sure how many of us can continue to hold on through this process needing to work to literally pay our rent and buy groceries experiencing so much challenge, sabotage, and resistance with just our day-to-day survival issues. Can you help us to do a super-duper clean sweep of all lower vibrational surveillance technology, implants, portals, and whatever else is drawing these experiences right into our daily lives? Much love, gratitude, and thanks. Lori T. I have tremendous gratitude to my sister Lori for so eloquently and specifically asking the question that many, many light workers, many, many are experiencing, are challenged by. So first, I confirm what you say. Yes. On one level of being, the attack has been way turned up. It's what Catherine mentioned in the recent message to you from St. Germain. Imagine the body of the old matrix. You Beings of light come here to restore light to earth, beginning with your own self, ending with your own self. And through loving service, sharing all you can in a balanced, whole way with others. You are the pathogens in the body of the dying cabal matrix system you are what introduces health vitality into a system that does not run on those things you are embodying more by the hour crystalline Christ energy which is the very death of the system that is now to be at an end. Imagine this on all the layers it is taking place. First, it's easy to imagine it and how you show up in society and the very attacks described in this yearning, heartfelt question. It is the voice of millions and millions, if not billions. That level is so obvious. 
Yes, you are being targeted even more, squeezed through the media, through debt slavery, through less family time than ever, more impossible demands on your life, your finances, your work, yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And then all of the so-called unseen attack through frequencies and chemtrails and food toxins and water poisoning that continue and, yes, have been intensified. But look at why. What must be happening? The body, in spite of itself, is healing or disintegrating. Everything you come in contact with has the opportunity to choose love, to reclaim light, simply put, to come home, or to die of an illness that has been self-allowed and self-imposed at one level or another. What do I mean? All right. First, Lori, I say to you, you don't have to hang on. You can let go. What do I mean by that? You can not continue to hold the fight, the struggle. The fight and the struggle are over. We are with you. We have got you. It does not mean we are leading and you are following, or you are leading and we are following. We are as one family of light working throughout multiple dimensions to heal an extraordinarily damaged reality so that the sentient souls within that reality may have the opportunity to remember Recall and restore who they are in truth. Ask for specific assistance in the areas, as you are doing, of finance, of family. Yet know this. Your choice to choose to continue forward in love, whether it looks like to you holding on or surrendering, whatever it means most to you, to align yourself with God. No matter how difficult things get, is what is creating the vortex momentum in the upward spiral for yourself and all those that will follow who have yet to even hear the word ascension. I do not trivialize the pressure you are under, quite the opposite, to acknowledge what you are facing, yet to say it is the grandest opportunity of service of all time in reality Because every choice you make 
reverberates with so much meaning at this moment on earth. If you could see through my tender eyes what opportunity this is to be under such duress, yet know you are a child of God, a being of light, and therefore have not only have it within you, but you are already, to ask such a question, you are already such a total embodiment of God's love on earth. So when your arms get weary from holding on, holding up, surrendering, whatever it may be, call for your family's support. We are here, not as rescue agents, but as the other part of a team. It could have just as easily been me there and you here giving me these words of encouragement, this transmission of family and love. I thank you for asking this clear and mature and timely and important question of so many hearts. Thank you for taking this as opportunity as I already see and feel and know all of you will because this is who we are. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This is from Warmest Wishes D. I am a beautiful, loving, amazing, I am in a beautiful, loving, amazing spiritual relationship with a wonderful man, my best friend of 25 years and my husband of 15. I feel very strongly that I met my twin flame six months ago to my utter shock, and it has rocked my world. How could I have such an amazing love for my husband, not feeling like I'm missing anything at all, then meet my twin? I assumed people meeting their twin flames would not be in a spiritually connected relationship. Any help would be greatly appreciated. I can only imagine there are many honest and loving humans dealing with this exact same thing at this moment. Perhaps it could help them as well. Again, warmest aloha, deep. <laughs> oh, have you all noticed that from being in the trenches where you all are, that this that this recognition in the heart and soul, the remembering, the recalling of twin flame, seems to also bring with it all these funny other questions like the very legitimate and understandable question given here. Let me begin by saying what twin flames are. And of course, you can already feel I am not just saying it. I am, well, all of your twin flames are here. So we are offering it to you. We 
We cannot skip ahead of your own evolution, whereby each and every one of you are untangling eons of personal and or humanities and tangled layers of redefining what love is, what sexuality is, what intimacy is, what partnership is, what marriage is. So I'm not speaking through the lens of those earthbound values. So I only have a few things to say. Your twin soul It is not enough to say they are the other part of you because truly we are all the other part of each other. We are all of God and we are all of soul and we all are. So let's reach past the words and feel within the most true, tender, gleaming. Center of our unfolding of our being, of our of our self before we even exist, as we exist and after we exist. And there is one. Now, within that one, there is you and one that make one. Because this is not just a union. It is everything that union is chasing. Union chases to be union. The only reason to have the concept of union is that there may be something less than union. So everything else would then be chasing union. (laughs) And what that is, beyond the chasing, the experiencing, the yearning, is just you, your soul, that has this part that is unique you, And has this part that is unique, your twin, twin flame, twin soul. Out of this, there is such total, eternal, exquisite, profound, unalterable love that any and every experience can be agreed upon according to the wishes, service, intentions of the two parts of that one. To have experiences, to forget and remember, to never forget and always know out of such a fertile, 
bounty of existing eternal love that is mother and father's love bestowed, that is God's breath breathed into life. Every experience, any experience can be arranged. So what I will say that could be most helpful is that it could never be a violation to reach for your twin, to be with your twin, to call to your twin. And whether you feel and sense you're hearing a particular answer or not, it's perfect. It's what you've already arranged. The experiences, the love gathered, Be gentle, be patient, be truthful with yourself. Other than that, no one may interfere with the unfolding plans of twin flames. It is a love that simply is. If you can shift your attention and focus to wondering about how it's impossible for you to be, act, experience, know, stretch, move outside of this love. And that gives you a small hint about mother and father God's love for you, for us all then you will be on the right track to perceiving not only yourself and your twin, but the unlimited and bountiful ways that may show up and express itself in various realities. There is always a way through love. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This is from a person who says, from a doctor and scientist, my question. At this transition time, is there any reason that one should not donate his body to medical science? Love you, E. (laughs) Oh, it's Sananda. Uh, What a... Wonderful question. I'll say it this way. At this time on earth, follow your heart. There are experiences, fulfillments. That only you upon your journey can access the impetus inside to see certain things through. None of you have the full picture yet. We are beside ourselves in joy that it's so soon that we get to come closer and give you 
incrementally the the big picture as you continue to just claim your own ascension and restoration. But in the meantime, there will be an impetus inside. Always question what that is. Is that of the light? Is that of the light within me? Is that, is that, and if it is, then without hesitation or fear, fulfill that. That's your guidance now. And your guidance must come from within at this point. There are not overriding regulations, rules, laws, even tendencies. Because this is such a monumental wrap-up, clean-up One human to another cannot possibly know. They can't even conceive of their own. You can't conceive of your own fulfillment of all these things. What you can do is be honest with yourself deep within that your will is aligned with God's will, that your choice is light-filled. Each and every one of you has the ability and capacity to do this in this moment and from now on. That must be your guidance now. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This is from Jean Marie. Please speak to us about what can be done for those of us in excruciating pain from transmuting the complications of osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, and degenerative bone disease, please. As those of us who suffer these things are hauling and pushing ourselves up and down stairs, as we remain as ambulatory as possible, it becomes increasingly trying to keep our thoughts on uplifting spirit, on realizing the fifth dimension for ourselves and the planet, as well as other, I love this part, as well as other awesome loving thoughts. <laughs> Love and light always, your sister, Jean Marie. Oh, great question. <laughs> yes, Meg. Great question from a great light. And we are all here touched by it. We thank you for your service. It has gone on longer than we had hoped. We see your choices in the midst of your pain. And yes, I confirm for you and everyone asking at this moment, me too, does that include me? Am I really transmuting? I, Sananda, now confirm, yes, you are. And on behalf of Mother and Father God, I thank you. Sweet, dear hearts, it's not much longer now. The healing technologies will be released, and you will have immediate access to them.
anyone that needs physical healing, reach out to this network. There will be a floodgate of light workers in a position to help you get to the healing you need. Pain, we are not indifferent to it or callous by it or neutral in that sterile meaning I mentioned earlier. We care. We see you. We sit by you through the night and the long hours of pain in the day. We love you. Call to us. We are not a network of dimensional beings. We are of the light. That love transcends dimensions and reduced experience. Of course you know you must call us. And you may be specific. I want only help of the fifth dimension and higher, ensuring it is Christed help. I want only help that results in the highest good of all, in the name of God. Whatever means so to your heart, continue again and again to call us. It allows for us to be with you in an even more practical and moving way as in moving you through the obstacles as you yourself move yourself through them call upon the Arcturians the Christed Arcturians for healing call upon me Archangel Michael Serapis Bay whoever it is you feel close to We always come. We will always only offer loving, healing, uplifting solutions. You will know us by our love. It's been, you know, challenging for Christine to continue to tell about the transmuting physical pain she endures. We have insisted for all of you that are in the same position so that you know what is happening, that there is an end, that you are contributing, that this is not the way of life. It is a service you trained for and chose to help clear the heavy energies so that headway could be made. Enough for the programs of freedom and prosperity to be realized. Enough to cut a path for those that can now follow behind that weren't at the capacity to do the same amount of work. Again, across all dimensions and experiences, we are a family search my own heart for more soothing words because I see you 
We see you. So I won't end this part of the call. I will just say I remain by your side. And it won't be long. And thank you. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. It is now 4.15 a.m. This is from Kelly. When it popped into my head that I should write to you and ask about what I and possibly others on earth are experiencing at this very moment. This is the first time in my life that I have stayed awake the entire night without sleeping for one minute, and I am not a caffeine consumer. I feel so alert, and my eyes are as wide open as a deer in headlights. After laying down for a few hours, I became so thirsty and starving out of the blue. Then I craved a cup of tea, so I got out of bed and went to the kitchen and had some snacks with my cup of tea while laughing with my team about what bizarre moment this is. The energy feels so different, and I wanted to know if there are others who are experiencing (laughs) the same or, or similar shifts of something that I can't quite figure out. If you can, and if my experience makes some sense to you, please share with us what is happening energetically on this day, November 18th and 19th. As I close this message, it's almost 4.45 a.m., and I am wide awake as ever. When I try (laughs) to close my eyes, they just feel like they're vibrating and pop right back open. Blessings always, Kelly. (laughs) It's Christine, Meg. (laughs) Nanda goes, this one's yours. (laughs) Oh, Kelly, could you have possibly described it more perfectly? That's just what we call nighttime around here. Yes, (laughs) Kelly. So Nanda's going to come on and verify, too, he's saying. But first of all, yes, Catherine and I were up with you at that time. Mm -hmm. Not to mention... uh, Little Firefly, <laughs> Little Lady Bam Bam, and Che, he just has been up taking his shifts as well. Okay, so we're all in with you, Kelly, and that was a brilliant description. I just know there isn't a light worker on earth who couldn't hear that and relate right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> First of all, thank you. <laughs> for responding and I've just found that for myself okay this is not even what Kelly asked but I'm going to throw it in here (laughs) (laughs) I just I'm in harmony I've just decided to have harmony about when I'm awake all night every night (laughs) because I too don't I know I know something big's happening. I know it's important. I know my attention gets directed in certain ways for prayer and decree and just love. But I still don't really know what's going on, right? Yet we know. We know something's going on. Megan, I laugh about this all the time, too. (laughs) Yep, it was big. Yep, it sure was. All three of us were awake. (laughs) Wonder what that was. And then there can be a sense of it, like a sense of something 
like a an apex was reached, something gave way, mm-hmm. we achieved mm-hmm. something. It'll have a quality to it. But I tell you, that's as close as we can get. Heather <laughs> 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 just confirmed. So, all right, let's see what Sananda has to say. But I just love that question, Kelly. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. Yes, Sananda here. <laughs> Um, you are all working more fully, full out than ever, ever, ever before. This is where I now like to throw in my quote myself, which is, you have no idea how much you're helping. When you have humor, like Kelly does, curiosity, like Kelly does, and a kind of adventuresome spirit, like Kelly does. Mm -hmm. It really allows you just to do a ton of work you don't even know about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the more you can keep your spirits up by choosing the stance you take on these things, when it can be nerve-rattling to be up all night. It can be exhausting. It can be strange. It can be disorienting. Disorientation is the number one thing all humans are going to feel in the coming days. Disorientation. So this story of Kelly's is the perfect opportunity to say that during overwhelm and disorientation, the greatest service you can give is to be at peace with that. Not to grab back to the so-called answers of the past, to restabilize all that old stuff, and not to have to demand answers that are blooming but not yet ripened for all. Ships that are sailing into the bay but are just out of visual reach. It doesn't mean they're not there and that they're not coming. And do you notice how I use the analogy of ships? <laughs> yes, that's right. So this attitude of flexibility, fun, humor, curiosity, adventure, This is the answer to Kelly's very own question because everyone is about to feel disoriented. And that is how the bonds, the bindings of the old will be most gently released. And it will be up to all of you to throw a party in the midst of it. And isn't this uncomfortable party? Y'all come. (laughs) Do it up. Thank you, Kelly. Meg? Thank you, Sananda. This is from Sharon. For those of us who woke up too late to invest 
woke up, well, that's a different woke up (laughs) than Kelly. For those of us who woke up too late to invest in the currency, are living hand-to-mouth in this moment, but so desperately want to help humanity. What is our place in this? Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Beautiful Sharon. I say to you, you have not woken up too late. Your alarm went off right on time, right when it was set by you. By us, together, as a family, as we planned your life, this is when you set your alarm for. And let's get rid of the word alarm, why don't we, when we talk about awakening. Your whale sounds of wake-up call drifting into your consciousness and uh, bringing you forward to the moment of, yes. You are awake right on time. And my energy is beautiful. Your heart will be fulfilled in its ability to give. Continue to notice where opportunities appear. You are not alone. There are others that are of the brightest light, yet at this moment seem to have little resources, certainly not enough to invest in currency. No matter, you couldn't miss this boat. You are one of the ones building a bridge in this area You are building a bridge of, I see it, it's true, it matters. I don't have the resources yet. I will find a way. Sananda, God, show me the way. I'm here. I want to give. And I'll tell you, your heart cry is already long answered. Go ahead and send some more information again to Catherine and Christine and Meg. It's a done deal. Thank you for asking this question on behalf of many who would feel shy to. And you too may contact Catherine and Christine directly and Meg. Our Meg. Back to you, Meg. (laughs) Okay, we bring this up as our beautiful last question for now. This regards the question, when giving? Dear Sananda, I have a question about the giving letter. I know it is to bring everyone to the knowledge of St. Germain's prosperity and the new golden era on earth. If we are going to use a certain foundation to expand the benefits to larger groups of people, how can we make this knowledge known to them? I adore you, Marcia. <laughs> and I think it's Marcia. <laughs> oh, no, Marcia, of course. <laughs> okay, it's Sananda. First of all, in the light 
that Marcia brings to earth, I, Sananda, do declare, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Marcia, beautiful Marcia, thank you for your tireless work. You are a beacon. Now, to get to the question, what is a company? What is a foundation? It may seem to be an organization (laughs) without a face, without a heart, without a soul. However, the origin of every dream that was a true dream, not a dream to dominate others, of course not, but a dream to make an organization that would help children, Rescue animals, feed the hungry, restore clean water. All the things your bright hearts full of light yearn to do. I would say, keep going until you find a heart and a soul, or many hearts and souls that are the true structure of that foundation, organization, group, company. Because in truth, there's no such thing as a foundation that isn't representative of hearts and souls. And it's that group It's those beings that St. Germain's gift letter is written for. It is that announcement so that they may know what is happening. So it may take a bit more on your part. Of course, your angelic teams will help. Of pushing through a bit more so that you may Discover the shining faces, the bright souls, and the striving hearts that make up companies, foundations, teams, groups, organizations. Then you get St. Germain's letter to them. They deserve to know what's happening. That's the meaning of this letter. God bless you, Marcia. God bless you all. Meg, this has been so much fun. Before I pass the talking stick back to you and Catherine, I want to say this. What we have been talking about today is being in the world but not of it. I hope that by the communication shared today, the transmission of energies, the choice of words, the sharing of love, that you have a deeper understanding of what that means. You are in this world, and this world has been turned upside down and inside out with corruption, pain, suffering as that is revealed 
steady in your heart. Be the truth of who you are, which is light, which is what this reality was trying to control and even to, I won't say eradicate because ironically what they fed off was the light that they forgot that they could have directly. So they tried to have it via you by enslaving you. Experience on earth isn't inherently distasteful or a lesser thing. Community isn't trivial, as in what the only thing that matters is what's within. Yes, your answers must come from within when you are in the quiet of your being with God. That is where your knowing comes from. But from there, you live a life connecting with others, loving others, learning from others, offering to others. Be in this world, yet not of it, for you are of the light. It means live, participate, have relationships, grow, serve, laugh, receive, yet always know and claim and stand on the light that you are. I am Gratefully, joyfully, humbly, your Sananda. Megan Catherine. Oh, thank you, Sananda. Oh, that was so rich. I was so struck by a couple of things. Well, so many things that Sananda said, but I held on to one especially that really touched my heart. And I I just thought, as long as I remember this, I'll always know why I'm here in this world, but not of this world, as he said. He used the words renew and restore and replenish. And that first he talked about restoring our true selves to the light. And then... And then later he said, the replenishment and the restoration of the light on earth is in the experience of love. And I just saw everyone, everyone choosing moment by moment, and myself included, choosing moment by moment an experience of love to restore my true self and to restore the light on earth. So be it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Sananda. Meg? Yes, thank you, Catherine. That was really lovely. I love your nuggets, too. Thank you, Sananda. And thank you, Christine. Wow, that was 
quite a long channeling. So I appreciate your energy too, and and bringing this through. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, thank you all for listening so much. Thank you for being here this afternoon, and for all those listening at the later now. We love you too. Thank you again. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Tori, Tara, Lea, 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 Tara,